Hey, my fellow expat women, I'm Gal, co-host of the Coffee Talkie Show and co-founder of Smoothitive together with my sister Mayan. We are honored to be your positive expat experts today. We believe that every day is about feeling alive. We can take active steps, we can shift our attention to see the good in our life and accept that each challenge can be seen as an opportunity. We can all live extraordinary lives no matter where we are. That's why we created Smoothitive, so we can serve, support, and inspire women from all over the world. If you want to join us and other amazing like-minded women for weekly live sessions about everyday expat life, check out our platform LaPlace. This is the place to share experiences, get motivated, be supported, and feel good about yourself no matter where you live. If you're not a member yet, please go sign up at smoothitive.com and join our incredible community for less than a euro a day. You've probably known for a long time that you needed some guidance, an inspired community, and life-changing tools. So please, your smooth and joyful experience abroad awaits you at smoothitive.com. Now, let's get to today's episode. Grab your coffee or tea and please listen closely. Maybe take some notes so you remember these insights of positive life abroad. And because we all should give a little more than we expect to receive, share this with a fellow friend. She will thank you for sure. And also, be sure to tag us or DM us on Instagram at Smoothitive so we can say hi. Thanks again for listening. Now let's begin. Welcome to the Coffee Talkie Show, the podcast for women living abroad. And today, we have a nice episode. Uh, and we hope it will be really valuable to you if you're moving abroad and even if you're already living abroad. And we are going to talk about limiting beliefs while moving and living abroad. So, stay with us. And Let's face it, we all have them, right? So, just bear with us and let's begin. Thank you for being here with us today as we talk about this very important topic because limiting beliefs can really, really impact our experience abroad and overall this journey of moving abroad. And a lot of times we are the one that really hold ourselves back and prevent ourselves from having an amazing life abroad. So we want to go deeper in this topic today. But maybe as a first, uh, if you've never heard this term, limiting belief, let's, let's talk about that. What, is, what are beliefs? What are empowering beliefs, limiting beliefs? Let's try and understand this a little bit better. So, and, and by the way, if you don't have a notebook, we highly recommend you having one. So you can take some notes yes. while we speak. Yes. So beliefs. What are beliefs? Beliefs, basically, as it sounds, are those things we think about, our thoughts, okay? Those are beliefs. But the difference between a thought and a belief is that we actually have proofs or we really, really believe that they are true. We have validation for this thought, okay? And this validation might have occurred over years, 
it might be like something that society says it might be something that you experience in your past the more you have validations to the this specific thought well it creates a stronger belief okay but eventually it's a thought and yeah. i think it's important to mention this absolutely and so based on that a limiting belief would be a thought that we really have proof that it's true and validations uh, that this is actually the reality that is actually limiting us and preventing us from moving forward from having things that we want uh, from stopping ourselves from doing things um, and and we want to be really really honest and open with you everyone everyone including us has a lot of beliefs a lot of limiting beliefs some empowering beliefs we have just a lot of them and they they come from a wide range like there's so much we believe in okay and it really doesn't matter what's your background what's your culture what do you do in your life there's a lot of beliefs that we have from a very young age some that are really anchored in our system this is this is true. This yeah. must be true. This um, is the reality. This is the reality. And what we're going to do today, and we're going to give you some example, is challenge all those beliefs. And, you know, uh, as we challenge those beliefs is, uh, you know, a, a start to creating new beliefs. Because this is something that we can actively do, create the beliefs that we want so <clears throat> sorry implementing a set implementing a new belief a new system in our brain and then getting the validations to make it a strong and solid belief but let's move forward uh, but let's move backward a little bit and go back to those beliefs and the validation that we have and like you mentioned sometimes those are really really rooted in us um, from a very early age sometimes sometimes it's not even from our life it's not ours sometimes it's validation from the past and let's give you some examples okay like not necessarily about life abroad but you know like those big beliefs of women in society what are our beliefs about what we're supposed to do, what we can do, what we should do. Those are all thoughts that had been anchored with validation and proof over the years of experiences, of a society, of generations that made those, those beliefs, right? Yes, yes. and if we'll take moving abroad and living abroad, some beliefs can be, you know, Moving abroad is only for uh, rich, people. rich people or very young people. You can only do this uh, if you don't have kids or you can only move abroad if you have a big job opportunity abroad or all those kind of beliefs. And then if this is what you believe in and you are looking sometimes unconsciously for validation why this is true and then you hear uh, of 
someone that got a really great job opportunity in the US and he's moving abroad and he's single and he doesn't have kids and says, see, this is why what I believe is true. And when you do that, you don't see a lot of time all the other things all the couples that are moving with teenagers without having a job opportunity, all the people that are retiring abroad, uh, all the people that are moving by themselves and looking for a job when they arrive or starting their own business in another country. You don't see all of those because when we have certain beliefs, uh, we are always looking constantly for validation and for approval of why this is true why what we believe in is true and the reason why we do that is that honestly all those beliefs are here to protect us in some way okay um that's what we do to make it easier for ourselves it's easier when we believe something let's say for example that um i want to give you like an empowering belief that I believe that everything is possible. I honestly believe that. And I've created the proof for it over the years. So whenever something feels like it's not possible, I'm like, wait a second, but I believe everything is possible. And I've proved it to myself many times before. And I look around and I see people do things that are crazy, so it's possible. So I know it's still. So it serves a purpose, but on the other hand, there are beliefs that are serving a purpose to protect us. Like, for example, I know that for years I believed that women cannot get a really good paid job because, because they will have to choose kids at some point. This was a belief I had before, not anymore. <laughs> but it was, it was, and it, it served a purpose for years because it contained me into like, Okay, so you can go for this job and it's, it's, well, it's enough. It's fine. Right. And then I had to break the belief because it, it served the purpose for a while and then it didn't serve the purpose anymore. But we need to understand that it's there and it's there most of the time to protect us. Yes. And you mentioned breaking a belief or busting beliefs or, you know, just trying to break the system there. And we need to understand that uh, I love there's a metaphor of think of a table, okay, where this belief is the top of the table, okay, your thought, your initial thought. And in the beginning, it's just a thought. And maybe, you know, your parents uh, told you something and proved to you that this thought is that's the truth. So it's like putting um, uh, a leg, a pillar, a pillar under the table, under the table, and then as you grow up, you did something and you added another pillar. And when you went out uh, in society, your friends told you, "Oh yes, this is true," and another pillar, and you add all the time pillars to make this table so steady and it doesn't nothing can question the stability of your belief and then when one day you realize that this belief doesn't serve you anymore and it's not that it's not true it's that it doesn't serve you anymore 
this truth doesn't belong to you anymore and you want to you know start to question this but this is so solid because for years you put another pillar and another pillar and this table is so steady and it's really really hard to break down the stability of this belief and sometimes it takes long processes and psychotherapy sometimes coaching yeah. uh, or any other experiences to just start to shake the building and take off some of the pillars and start to question oh what, what's going on here until you can flip the table and then you have a new belief and then you need to find proof and validations and new pillars to put on there yeah. And it takes time and it's a process. It takes time, it's a process. And if we have to be totally honest with you right now, busting those very solid beliefs can be very painful. Yes. Very, very painful. Because once you question it, especially those deep-rooted, anchored beliefs that you've been living by for years, when you bust it and then you're like you're questioning it, you're like how did I believe in this for so long? How long have it been holding me back sometimes? And naturally, and that's, I think, an important part to understand about beliefs. Naturally, we have a lot of limiting beliefs. Things that we say to ourselves, again, to protect, that we found a validation and the proof for it in our own life, in our parents' life, in our grandparents' life, and it became something so solid that we lived by. And then when you ask yourself, but does it serve me? Do I honestly still believe in it? And you have all the proof to believe in it, but you question it. It makes question, it, it questioned your entire life. Sometimes your entire life and it's hard. We have to say it, it we've busted some beliefs that made it really hard on ourselves. Yes, you, you kind of angry at yourself. I'm like, oh my God, how have I wasted all my life until today believing something that doesn't serve me or is really making things harder for me? Um, but that's the way to bring, you know, self-compassion and some being kind to yourself yeah. and understanding that it served you for a while. It was here serving for a purpose. purpose. And right now you can move forward and that's totally okay. That's totally okay. That's part of a process. It's a journey. And I want to talk a little bit about beliefs that are related, uh, to, related life. to life abroad and moving abroad. And we see them all the time. Actually, we had some of those ourselves. Yes. We will share. But we also see it all the time. You're talking about it on social media. We read your posts. We read your messages that you send us. We go live and we talk with some of you and we hear it. And now because we are so, we are expert in this. We do this all the time. We hear those limiting beliefs even without you noticing that it is a limiting belief. Yes. And we um, want to share with you a yeah. couple of them so maybe you can resonate. I think one of the biggest limiting beliefs for mothers, for example, that are moving with kids abroad and Honestly, I, it was my belief as well at some point, um, is that when we move abroad, we need to first take care of the kids and see that they are all settled down and then 
we will have time to take care of ourselves. Only when our kids will be okay, we will liberate ourselves to take the time to settle in the new country ourselves. The result of this belief is we see women after six months, a year, feeling miserable because they don't belong. Their kids are thriving, speaking a new language, having lots of friends, enjoying school, enjoying the new country, having an adventure. It's an amazing journey. And the mom, she's broken. She's just broken. And honestly, it happened to our mother as well. When we first moved abroad, uh, we were thriving for real. We arrived to France when we were just little girl. We were thriving, having a lot of friends, enjoyed the new life, and she was miserable. And honestly, we discovered only a few years later when she told us that, that this is how she felt because we, as kids, we, we didn't notice. Um, and when I had kids, and I really, I'm like, okay, so I need to first take care of them and then me. And then I felt miserable. <laughs> and, uh, but, but busting this belief, because we have the validation for it everywhere. Yeah? You see mothers everywhere, all, the, all around the world, even without moving abroad, first taking care of their kids. And then when the kid is asleep, then I'll take time to myself. When the kids are good, then I can do something for myself. But actually, if we think about it, and you know, we love uh, this metaphor from the airplane. When you're in the airplane and something happens and you need an oxygen mask, if you listen <laughs> to the security uh, movie before uh, takeoff, then you'll notice that you first need to put your own oxygen mask and then put it on your kids. Because if you don't have oxygen, you can't help them. You can't. And when you arrive abroad and you're feeling so stressed, so miserable, so lost, you can't help anyone. What you'll do is that you'll only make it harder for your kids if you're not well. And this is a new belief. When I'm well, I can help my kids settle in. When I'm settled in, I can be more helpful for all my family. When I feel good, everyone around me feels better. This is a new belief. And then you need to find validation why this is true. And this is possible. This is here. One of the validation is us telling you that for me, when I arrived to France uh, two years ago, I made sure I have a place to work out, a place to practice yoga, time to do my meditations, time to meet new friends, new people, uh, that I'm really taking care of my own well-being. And then I'm available to my kids when they come and they need help doing homework in a language they don't speak. Uh, reaching out to parents of friends to invite people over. Uh, I'm much calmer. I don't shout. I don't cry all the time. Um, actually, this is better. This is better. So this is one amazing limiting belief. And 
I'll tip here, like what are we usually doing uh, to bust, to start busting beliefs? And maybe we'll go like deeper into it. My biggest, funkiest, weirdest <laughs> thought is I ask myself, is this really true? And as I said before, the the in like instinctive response will be yes, because you have all the proof and all the experiences and all the movies showing you that this is how it's supposed to do to be. But ask yourself, is this really true? Like really, really true? Like there's no one other <laughs> example that it's maybe not true. That's where you start questioning it. This is where the table the table's a little bit shaky. And I want to give you another example. Okay. A lot of the times, and we hear it a lot, we've done it a lot. Moving abroad is challenging. Moving abroad is hard. hard. Moving abroad is draining. Moving abroad is exhausting. All those are beliefs. Is it really true? Depends. If the answer is depends, it means the table cannot be that stable. It will depend on how you approach the situation, how you prepare for your life abroad, what actions are you taking, what's your situation, your own situation. There's a lot of things, but let me guarantee you this. If you believe moving abroad is hard, if you believe moving abroad is challenging, your experience of moving abroad will be hard you and challenging. You will make everything unconsciously sometimes to prove yourself that this is hard. You know, for example, we a lot of time we do things and then we believe moving abroad is challenging and then challenges occur and they occur to everyone. It's, it's part of moving abroad. It doesn't make it challenging. There's a difference. But if we believe that moving abroad is challenging and something occurs, then we're like, see, I told you, moving abroad is challenging. Now it's hard. I cannot move. I don't do anything. And then we give ourselves validation to this thing, serving us to actually be more frustrated, be more tired, telling everyone, you see, it was too hard to come. I shouldn't have done it. I said, and that's how we block ourselves. That's why it's a limiting belief. So this is something we see a lot of the time. All the time. Yes. I want to tell you another one that has been challenged yesterday. Honestly. Fresh from the oven. Fresh from the oven. There is a limiting belief that I have as well. It's been shaking yesterday, so. But I see it all the time. All the time. It's really hard to make local friends. When you move abroad, when you live abroad, it's really hard to connect with locals. It's really hard to make local friends. And I'm saying local and not a specific country because I hear it about all the countries. It's impossible to make friends with French people. It's impossible to make friends with British. It's impossible to make friends with... Or on the other end, Spanish people are so friendly. Portuguese are so friendly. We hear that all the time. And it's been challenged yesterday because I sat down with two French people and I said it to them, you know how hard it is to make French friends? I don't have French friends. I've been here for three years. It's so hard to make French friends. And they looked at me and they'd be like, why? We're not 
nice people. Just go to a coffee place and talk to us. We'll respond. And I was like, no, you're not. French. You're not. And funny enough, after this conversation with them, I was like, maybe they're right. Maybe the stable is not that stable. Like, maybe I haven't tried to make French friends because I had this limiting belief that, oh, I'll go and only meet expats because it's easier. Because expats connect with expats and it's easy. And French, hard. So I'll go with the easy. So maybe I haven't tried. So I don't know. And that's where we talk about beliefs. And I can tell you that since yesterday, this table, I'm like, ooh, I love that. So it's completely shaking. And every time now that this thought comes back, and it's been coming back like a lot in this past 24 hours, um, I've been telling myself, but is it really true? Because someone just told me it might not be. I'll have to check. I need new validations. I need new proof. I need new set of roots for this new table because it might be different than I thought. Yeah. I think uh, generally speaking, all those thoughts we have about another country, about local people in another country, those all are limiting us at the end of the day. Uh, those are prejudice and, you know, some weird thoughts that we have about French people being arrogant or uh, Italian being machos. I heard it you know, last, last weekend, I sat down with a couple of French people because I connected to French people and they were talking about, oh, we hate Italian people. They are so macho and rude. And I'm like, what? Your French people saying they are rude? Have you heard yourself? And, but honestly, those really are limiting us. And when we generalize, you know, saying French people are arrogant or Italians are rude, it doesn't say anything, in fact, because people are people. There are arrogant people everywhere. There are rude people everywhere. There are super nice people everywhere. And in France, in Italy, in the UK, in the US, in Spain, everywhere. In China, I'm sure I haven't... Oh, we did met, meet a Chinese... And she was really... She was really nice. And, but you know, this is where a belief can also turn into your favor. Because for example, if you start to believe that... We'll talk about French because we talk French. That French are not arrogant. French are amazing people. That French are super nice people. If you believe it, if you'll find the proof, if you'll build this new table and this is what you will believe in, well, guess what? You'll meet really nice French people. You'll meet really amazing people you can connect with because you will come with this idea that it's really good and it's really nice. So those beliefs are really impacting how we act, what we do, how we approach situations. So we need to be really careful about what is it that we have inside our brain and what is it that we let guide our steps because those beliefs are guiding our steps. And if we're not careful enough, 
we might act in a really weird way, whereas we could have acted completely differently and the result will be completely different. Absolutely. You know, uh, another example would be French bureaucracy is impossible. <laughs> okay? Impossible. We hear it all the time. We see it, you know, uh, on Facebook yeah. posts. French bureaucracy is impossible. A secret? We read it on other uh, Facebook groups as well, like Italian bureaucracy is impossible, uh, English bureaucracy is impossible, German bureaucracy Swedish, is impossible. Finnish. So it's true, it's impossible everywhere. But if this is what you believe, it will be impossible. If you change the narrative, change your way of thinking, change your belief and say, okay, this is different. French bureaucracy is different from what I know but totally doable. You want, you know, I want to give you an example that maybe resonates with you very much. A couple of years ago, if someone would have come to you and be like, I want to work for an American company, but live in Spain or in Italy, you would tell them, it's impossible. How can you do that? You cannot do that. But then COVID hit and everyone started working remote. And now it's almost common that you sign up for a contract in a one country living in another. It's completely like digital nomad became a thing. And there are digital nomads from 20 years ago, but they were the weirdos. They were the people that have done crazy things. And if they believed that it's impossible, they would have never started this, right? But now, the community of digital nomad is like, you can do everything. You can work three weeks here, three weeks there, keep on doing this, doing that. It's a completely new belief. Is the reality different? No. The only thing that changed is what we believe is real. And then amazing new opportunities open up. You know, there's a great saying that I love that you don't see reality as it is. You see reality as you are. And then that's the place to decide how you want to see your reality. And like we said at the beginning, this is a very, sometimes very long process. Sometimes it's a painful process. Mm -hmm. But what we invite you to do today is just start putting question marks on your beliefs and see, ask yourself, is this really true? And does it serve me this way? Or maybe I want to start challenging this belief. Yeah. yeah, and whether you're currently like dreaming of a life abroad, planning your move abroad, already moved abroad, our bad if you're human, like if you're Tatipiki, you probably don't have this, but if you're human, you have beliefs. Some of them are limiting, some of them are empowering. It's your choice to decide what you believe in. So I can tell you that very honestly, this is something we do on a daily basis. Every time we, we say a sentence that like comes very, you'll see yourself like, it comes very instinctively. Like you're like, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment in Paris. Is it? Is it? really true like how many question marks do you need to put on this sentence to ask yourself like, is 
really true. And then you'll start shaking your, and sometimes you will ask yourself this and you will keep on seeing only the proof that it is, might be right now true in your life and it's fine. But if you really want something and you feel like those beliefs are holding you back, it's time to start questioning them. Just start by questioning it. Ask yourself, does it really serve me to like, think this way? I can tell you that yesterday we went, we went live and we shared a little bit about what we do and how, like the fact that we moved eight times and how we use mindset to do all that and how we prepared ourselves. And someone asked us, isn't it so draining to move so many times? How have you done it so many times? I haven't done it once and I don't even know where to start. And all I could hear, and I'm sure you did too, is the limiting belief yeah. that moving abroad is it's draining. It's draining. It's hard and challenging and you get tired from doing this. And this is not our belief. We believe that moving abroad is fun and exciting and an amazing adventure and experience. And this is where you uh, grow. grow and discover new things about yourself and about the world and new people. This is exciting to us. Our belief is that moving abroad is an exciting thing. This is how we live moving abroad. <laughs> but that's a choice. We chose, we constantly chose to and consciously chose to live this way, to believe that life abroad for us is exciting. Yeah. So it's really about that. And really, I want you to take time. We said in the beginning, if you have a journal, write things down, write it down. Those things that are coming, you, what you post online, look at the sentences. There's always a belief there. There's always, I've seen so many messages of women because we're in all the Facebook groups possible saying like, is it okay as a woman alone to move to Spain? There's a belief there. There is a belief that as that a woman holding you back. back of moving abroad as a single woman. That it's not safe because you're alone, that it's not safe to live in Spain, that it's not a lot of things. That I see a lot of those messages uh, about teenagers. Um, how hard it will be for my teenagers to move at a certain age or what damages am I doing to my teenagers if I'm moving them right now? Will they hate me? All those things, all those questions that you put out there, that people put out there are always, their source is this belief that we have because otherwise we will not ask the question. And actually when we ask the question, a certain way, you're always getting the like the validation for what you put out there. So if you're asked how hard is it going to be, you get 3,000 responses of why is it going to be so hard. Yeah. If you only ask how easy is it going to be, you'll get all the other people, all the other 3,000 that are going to prove you that it's actually easy. So it's a matter of what you put out there, what the words are using. Absolutely. And the words you're using are based on your own beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that for now, just general a little bit about your own beliefs regarding your move abroad or your life abroad. 
uh, there are so many and just start noticing what are those beliefs that come through your phrases uh, when you speak about your move abroad or your life abroad to others, to your partner maybe, to yourself even. Yeah. Um, and if you're brave enough, share it with us. Comment in this podcast, whether you are listening to it on your favorite platform or YouTube. Just share with us. What are your beliefs about life abroad and moving abroad? We'd love to hear that. Maybe we could help you bust some of them, showing yeah. you that might not be that true. And we believe that this episode is really valuable for people that are moving abroad. But if you do think so as well, then... Leave us a rating, put yeah. a like there, subscribe to our channel. Um, a review would be amazing. We believe that you love this show, so you want to support us. That's what we believe in. Uh, yes. So in the meantime, we want to say thank you for listening to us. We love you and we send you positive vibes and wish you an amazing day.